Well, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another mini episode from Helming called Movie Flash. Movie and, Flash. Yeah, we're just picking random things that we kind of just said, hey, that's out there. Let's check this out and see what we think about it. So last episode, or the first episode, if you want to call it that, we covered Milo, which was a movie from our past, and we'd like to leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> it was and, a, It was a labor of, of memory. And, and it was every bit as bad as we remembered. But we're going to put away the raincoat and switch it out for a hockey mask and talk about the reboot, the reissued 2009 Friday the 13th remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it. Currently on Netflix, I believe that's where I checked it out at. Yep, that's where I saw it too. So I think that's what, what gave me, I saw it and I said, you know, that wasn't bad. You want to talk about it? And there we were. Yeah. And to think about this one, and I, I don't know what a lot of people thought about it, but as far as a horror completist, I guess you'd say, I think some of you feel like you have to accept this one as is. Uh, I don't know, man. I thought this is a pretty decent reboot or revamp, or however you want to look at it. It's really taking the first two movies, Friday the 13th, Friday the 13th Part 2, some snippets from three, and slamming it all together into one right. co cohesive movie. And, uh, you know, it's got its problems. There's no doubt about it. And you would think by now we would know if this thing is going to be the, the staple. It's, it's amazing that people want to still go back and watch the 80s versions when you've got an updated version. Yeah. Created by Platinum Dunes. So this is the same group that did the remake of Texas Chainsaw that did so well. So, hey, why not? Let's tackle this one. We've got the, the, the rights to it, too. Yeah, so, you know... It and uh, we just talked about how part six kind of rebranded the franchise, made Jason into a monster and not just a, a killer man. And I think that you know, one of the things this did by rewinding before that happened was it enabled it to kind of be grounded in real life again. Yep. And, you know, with Derek Mears, he was just a scary thug who he really was. I mean, he was like a handyman with his little handyman shack down there. He had tools and he had traps and, and it wasn't all about booby traps, but you could tell that this guy had been killing people for a long time and he was really good at it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, and I do love going back to the original toe sack look of Jason as well. That, yeah. That's still scarier to me than the hockey mask. I've always been more of a fan of the mask, but I mean, of the sack, and that's because of the town that dreaded sundown. I just grew up with that seemed to be even less expressive than even yeah. the hockey mask. So I don't know. I, I, I kind of liked all that. Um, yeah, the <laughs> the bear traps, that kind of threw something different at you for sure. Yeah, I'm a, I think that it, it returned to formula, and then it gave you a little bit more detail. It wasn't just Jason as a guy and he only appeared when it was time to kill somebody. There was a, a hole that he went down in and he, you know, set traps for things because he couldn't be everywhere at once. But at the same time, he's still a formidable opponent. You know, you, you get one-on-one -on -one with him and he's just going to, to, you know, twist you into knots and, and break your neck because he's a big, scary monster man. Right. I, and, I you know, and, and I just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a fan of the sack too. <laughs> Speaking of which, 
the one death that kind of bothered me in the movie that I was like, yeah, I don't know that that would really kill her is when he's got her hanging above the fire in the in the sack. Oh, yeah, and yeah. she's burning, but then it like falls through and she just falls out and she's dead. Yeah, yeah, but it's still kind of a it, it like the the image of it. Yeah, sure. You know where, where she's got like the smoke coming out of her mouth and her and her face is still recognizable but scorched. It looks really horrific, but I yeah. agree she might just be laying there like like in a lot of pain. Right. Yeah, I thought that was uh, it's the only thing I was kind of like. Mm, yeah. So I mean, we don't need to really discuss plot, but just you know, so you know, it's a return of formula. There's some teens that go up there. They've heard about Crystal Lake. You get a little explanation of the movies from their talk around the campfire. And then, of course, they go off to, you know, seek drugs or have sex and, and they, they get off. <laughs> Man, these and, people. I mean, <laughs> in the originals, I mean, all, all of your counselors and everything were, you know, doing all the the sins right that but these people are just the worst man <laughs> i mean it's just it's it's a non-ending looking for weed sex i mean it's it's the, it's kind of overkill the the sex scenes in this are are very porn-esque you know there's a lot yeah. of uh a lot of skin but that was kind of good because it was a return to formula. It's like movies now, you know, they, they feel the need to avoid the sex scene to the point where it's so implied. Whereas in the eighties, there was a lot more, you know, you got, you got a boob shot, you know, you got a, you got a, an extended scene of nudity. And, and that was part of the, uh, no, no pun intended part of the titillation of these movies. (laughs) You got to see these, 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 these contraband scenes. And then you also got the added, gore of somebody you know just just mutilating them so you had both the sex and the violence and i'm glad that they didn't shy away from that in the reboot where they very you know where, where it's kind of the standard not to have quite so much yeah it, it's about excess and, and speaking of excess too just i love the fact of you get five kills before the credits even roll True. <laughs> i mean so i mean it's, it's setting up you know the whole story that's coming but still, it was a pretty clever way of setting this thing up, and all of a sudden you've got to realize, oh, oh I forgot. Yeah, this is Friday the Thirteenth, and so you right. come after your first batch of kids or kids or grownups get killed. Uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. And we're not doing anything super creative here, but we do have a no. plot. You have the guy from Supernatural who's looking for his missing sister mm-hmm. because she was in that initial group, and so you're able to tie that bloodbath into the further plot um and the the sister that goes missing and you think well you know she's dead but she isn't um it's amanda rigetti she was on the mentalist she was in uh agents of shield it was good to see her doing stuff like of course it was 20 2009 she's done stuff since then but you know i recognized her immediately and i've always thought she's extremely attractive and and she's a damn good actress I, i thought it was probably lucky for her, except they didn't make another one, so maybe not. <laughs> Pretty much every character in this movie, though, they they deserve to get killed. So they oh man, they did a that good job guy, of making you. Oh god, that yeah. one guy's so bad. You're just waiting for him to die. You're like, stop killing his friends and just kill him. Get get that guy. <laughs> there's right. one. There's one preppy, you know, who's who's like, this is my lake house. No, don't touch the carpet. You know, it's it's made of mohair. You know. He, He's the worst. And uh, yeah. you know what's sad is I rewatched it a second time. 
and somehow I still don't remember how he buys it. I remember he, he has a gun and he loses the gun in the lake. And then he's like, gun, where are you? And I'm like, why are you yelling at the gun for getting lost? You he, loser. He flags down a, tra- a tow truck. And that's then right. Jason slams him on the back of that tow truck. It's got spikes sticking out. That's right. That's right. I do remember that, but I forgot it was him. I remember yeah. the kill. And like, and the guy driving the truck's just like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I wasn't going to stop in the first place, but I'm really on now. Batty, batty, batty. <laughs> so, you know, you got the people around Crystal Lake are all like, oh, your sister's missing. She's dead. Yeah. She's going Forget home. It. Like, yeah. they all know what's going on kind of in a, look, there's a killer out there and we all live with him. We just leave him the hell alone. <laughs> he don't bother us. We don't bother him. <laughs> so, I get you. And then you've got like the guy who has the, you know, the, the case with the bong in it. Cause he's like their drug hookup, you know, he's going to buy it. And then there's yeah. the, there's the black guy who, yep. you know, he's going to buy it. Although I really like the fact that, and he's the one that has stuck out with me is that these guys kind of fight. Yeah. It yeah. isn't just now my head is seized. Now my head is crushed. It's like they see him and they're like, what the hell's going on? This dude's six foot seven and they kind of look to, to run away and realize they can't. And so they start fighting. Yeah. And it makes the kills a little better, a little more believable. And, and with him, he takes the walk, <laughs> puts yeah. it on his arm. He's got like a knife from the kitchen. And he's like, I'm going after my friend. And you believe <laughs> in him for a minute. And he even gets away, but, but then, but then, you know, you, you know, all those, those hammer throwing uh, bars. <laughs> Jason's been going to those and he like double man, hands that, that, that double headed ax. And that's one, that's it. one thing I got here. It's like, how is Jason such a good archer, man? Cause he shoots, <laughs> he shoots those people out on the lake that are a good, I don't know, 60 yards away. <laughs> hey, not well, to mention we got topless water skiing going on here. So yes, it's true. Yeah. So that, that was kind of a pick me up, but, uh, He's he's like uh he's like Tom Cruise in this movie. Jason can do everything. <laughs> and he's so so and let's talk about that lake kill for a minute. It's yeah. in the middle of the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I mean, I'm or maybe the end of the day. Like, you know, it seems like dusk hits pretty quick after, but I mean like they're they they just took their their hateable friend's boat out against his will. And he's <laughs> and she she's like, I like to to you know take risks he's like well what about this risk and the next thing you see she's she's water skiing topless and you think okay well it's the middle of the day they're probably okay but no he gets an arrow (laughs) right through the head and then the boat runs over her she thinks he's come back around to pick her up i'm like you could swim down i mean (laughs) it's coming right at you yeah yeah Uh, i mean and and then, then, you know, he kills her too. You know, she swims and there's only one place to hide and that's under the dock. So she's like, Oh, he'll never know I'm here. It's like, man, he knows that's yeah. the only place you can be. Right. And then, then there's the whole, you know, yeah, that's good. That's good. Top of the head. Yeah. The kills are really good in this one and they're, they're gory enough, but they kind of hand it back to the old movies as well. So I don't know, man, I, I thought they did a really good job of that. Right. I mean, uh, maybe the the thing was, it was a great homage to the originals, but it wasn't yeah. anything all that new. I mean, they tried to make it a little, like I said, you know, he's he's got a, like a little place where he's living. You see a little bit more like hills have eyes, kind of like he stalks right. his victims part. 
but it wasn't different enough for them to say, Hey, let's make another one. It was just like, yeah, you made a movie. Some people went to watch it. We've been down that road before. Yeah. And, and that's, it's a fine line right there too. Right. Because usually what makes a character so scary is the less you know about them, the scarier they are. And when you keep giving too much information, they're not as scary. You know, it, it did kind of follow the same trend. I think of what they tried to do with the leather face and stuff like that with the remake of it as well. Right. That's, that's kind of the only issue that I have is, it's not really that different. You can almost change the two characters in the movies and it's almost the same movie. Yeah. But, you could have stuck that in between part two and part three or part three and part four, and it would have been right in line. Well, I'm saying you could take the new Texas Chainsaw, the first oh, one, oh, and the new yeah, yeah. Jason and switch out the characters and it would have almost been the same movie. I mean, one's just got a chainsaw. But True. At the same time, and it's because of trying to give you more backstory of Jason lives here and he's burrowed a hole in the ground. He keeps prisoners down here. That that stuff, it's just, you feel like you have to give an explanation, but it didn't hurt it. It, It's it's a fine line there. I think what it boils down to is the problem with the Friday the 13th movies, where are you going to take it? Right. Yeah. You know, they took him to Manhattan. They took him to hell. They, they tried to change him into the hidden. They did all this stuff because they knew that if they just made another movie about teenagers getting hacked up at Camp Crystal Lake, well, people would just watch instead of going to the theater to see that they could just watch their VCR cassette of part three. So it was the same with this. It was, it was a fun reboot. You know, the, 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 uh, everything looked great. You know, all the, all the, the kills looked awesome. And like all the teenager girls were hot, you know, and there was all this going on, but it was really just that movie again. And so you're not going to have the reboot part two because you know exactly what it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. There was nothing you could do with that. Yeah. And uh, you know, again, I, I think for what it's worth, I think this is a pretty good reboot. I mean, yeah. Um, uh, I think I liked it better watching it now than I did when I, the, the first time that I checked it out because you kind of let yeah. those things go. And I'll start noticing, you know, there's other characters in this movie, cops and people like that, were Jasons from the past, right? They played Jason in some of the older movies. So it's kind of cool to see that too. That's nice. Yeah. And, you know, even kind of the ending where, you know, in the shop when they've got the chain around his neck and pulling it into the, the meat grinder thing or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it was. I mean, again, it was it was all right, but there was nothing about it that you could lead into a sequel. Right. And maybe there was never an intention to do it. It was just like they were rebooting the series, and we're giving you one that's updated. And now which we're not going to do a part three because we don't need to. Which I think four. is fine because the problem with the Texas Chainsaw one is they kept running with it, and right. they just kept getting worse and worse. And that's what happens, right? So right, yeah, no when to call it. Yeah, uh, and the the jump scare at the end, right? They changed it up a little bit, and yeah. it's, it still works. I, I knew it was coming, but yeah. yeah, it was still it was it was okay. I think I was watching it for the second time, and my daughter wandered into the room, and I was explaining kind of what was going on, and um, and the jump scare worked on her because she had no idea it was going to happen. Right. But anybody who's watching this because they wanted to see a reboot is going to know <laughs> exactly right. what's going to happen. Yeah. It's just going to be thrown at you from a little different angle, right? Sure. You don't want to do exactly the same thing. So, 
but you know, I'd say it's worth it's worth having on, especially you know yeah. if you're having a party or something, and then you you everybody's a horror fan, and you're all just sitting around talking. It might be worth putting on in the background because it's it's eye candy, you know, sure. it's eye candy for the horror fan. Yeah, it's a great looking film. It does everything. It checks all the boxes it's supposed to. I think it's pretty solid. All right. Well, you know, I don't know what we rate <laughs> things on this show, but I'll give it. I'll give it the butterfly. I give it the flying, the flying bird. <laughs> <laughs> the flying bird. My hey. lady, I'm, oh, go ahead. <laughs> here, I'll do it again. Censored. All right. <laughs> All right. There you go, folks. Another episode of Movie Flash for you. We'll see you later. <laughs>